This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 17th of December. It's good news for crypto fans, Justin. Ooh. A new report says Australia's crypto industry will be adding $68 billion <laughs> and around 200,000 jobs to our economy by 2030. That's big. That's bigger than the tourism industry and the energy industry. Speaking of money, B-Man, more than 55% of Aussies reckon they'll use a buy now, pay later service over the holiday period. Ooh. That's including the 76% who have already used one in the last 12 months. Wild stuff. Three crazy stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Westpac's shareholders have hit Westpac with a protest vote over the new pay plans for its executives. Wowee. Strike one, Brett. What is the story? So Westpac's had uh, a bit of a rough year, eh, Justin? Yep, they've been defrauded. Copped $1.3 billion in write-downs. And had to pay over $100 million in fines. And may I add, shares are down around 20% since Westpac revealed its full year results, which were a little disappointing. So Brett, it's no wonder that its shareholders are angrier than Sex and the City fans after the new (laughs) reboot. So how angry are we talking, Justin? Well, Westpac had its annual general meeting. This is where shareholders and the bank execs come together to chat numbers and plans. And during this meeting, Westpac put its new executive pay plans to its shareholders. And in the words of Ariana Grande, shareholder said, thank you, (laughs) next. Over 30% of shareholders voted against the bank's remuneration report in protest. And that slapped it with a first strike. And in the business world, you only get two. <laughs> so what is the key learning here? At a public company's annual general meeting, they'll share financial results, a strategy for the future, and they'll have a vote on executive remuneration. And Justin, where 25% or more of a company's shareholders vote against the remuneration plan, mm-hmm. the company receives a strike. Like Westpac in this case. And why would shareholders vote against the remuneration? Well, B-Man, for many shareholders, voting against the remuneration report, it's not about the money. No, no, my friend. It's actually about a general dissatisfaction with the performance of the company and its management. And Brett, if the execs receive two strikes in two consecutive annual general meetings, then the shareholders may choose to spill the board. So Westpac shareholders are handing the company a big fat wake-up call. For our second story, Kraft, the brand behind those delicious Kraft singles, is getting crafty with its marketing and it's all thanks to a major, major cream cheese shortage. (laughs) Move over AdBlue shortage. The cream cheese shortage should be the one crashing share markets right now. <laughs> what is the story? So Kraft Foods is now the fifth largest food and beverage company in the universe. Kraft owns Toblerone. Kraft owns Milka. And of course, Philadelphia cream cheese. And unfortunately for bagel lovers out there, Justin, cream cheese is in short <laughs> supply. How is this even possible? Well, you can thank labor shortages and actually port congestion in the US. It could even get worse if Omicron affects the supply chain even more. But Justin, Kraft ain't letting it get them down. Instead, nope. they're turning the shortage into a bit of a marketing <laughs> yeah. and branding opportunity. They're paying 18,000 people to not buy cream cheese from Kraft. <laughs> it's amazing. They're giving these special people $20 to spend on a dessert. And that way, people who can't get their hands on Philly cream cheese to make their cheesecakes mm-hmm. can get a new tasty treat bankrolled by Kraft. Love it. So what is the key learning here? It takes companies years and years to build trust and a brand image, but sadly it can be lost overnight. So when brands foresee potential brand damage, they'll do anything possible to turn it into a positive brand experience. And why why are companies so keen to maintain this positive experience? Well, it's simple, Juzzy Boy. It requires five times more in marketing dollars to gain a new customer than to serve an existing loyal customer. And on top of that, repeat customers spend 31% more with a business than a brand new customer. So even though customers can't get their hands on Kraft cheese now, mm-hmm. Kraft has managed to turn this major negative of no cheesecake yep. into a positive experience. And that means customers are more inclined to come back to Kraft in the future when they're stocked with cream cheese. 
For our third and final story, sales at Zara and H&M are back to pre-pandemic levels, or in some cases better, Ooh. and it's all thanks to post-lockdown wardrobe updates. Because you need a new fit for the hot facts summer, Justin. What's the story? So Zara is owned by the world's largest fashion retailer, Inditex. And its Swedish rival, H&M, is the second largest retailer. And both of these companies said that between August and November this year, sales returned to and exceeded their pre-pandemic level. Wow, we and how much are we talking here? Well, Inditex reports $11.5 billion worth of sales. And hello, net profits of $1.9 billion. And H&M, they saw net sales of $8.7 billion. And Justin, a lot of this success is actually due to some serious pent-up demand. Mm-hmm. So what's the key learning here? Pent-up demand is when there's a rapid increase in demand for a service or a product, usually after a period of subdued spending. You see, Brett, consumers tend to hold off making purchases during things like a recession or a global pandemic. <laughs> and that means demand doesn't just go away, mm-hmm. it actually builds and builds and builds. And Brett, that demand is suddenly unleashed when signs of a recovery emerge. And although these results are for these two retail behemoths, mm-hmm. we're also seeing it here in Australia too. We're expected to spend more than $21 billion in retail spending between Boxing Day and the middle of January. That's up 12.5% compared to the pre-pandemic levels. So the pent-up demand has kind of been a slingshot for retailers in Australia, mm-hmm. as well as the big dogs like Zara and H&M. Gee, Justin, I'd love to know an easy way to win $1,000 what I could do with $1,000. Summer holiday, a new Dyson vacuum. <laughs> so many options. What have I got to do, Brett? All you got to do is download the Flux app and sign up with the promo code 1GRAND. And the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday. Listener.